Entrepreneur on Fire 810. Find others who are successfully doing what you want to do, reach out to them, model their success, and take action. John Lee Dumas and WebinarOnFire.com have arrived. Create amazing webinars in eight days and ignite. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Ruby is a perfect solution for small businesses that want to make a big impression. Visit callruby.com slash fire and use promo code fire. In addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off plans plus free activation. What's shaking, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Joe Fairless. Joe, are you prepared to ignite? I feel all tingly on the inside and out. Yes. In the last <laughs> 18 months, Joe left the advertising industry where he was the youngest VP at an NYC agency, created a business that flopped, an investment company controlling over $7 million of real estate, and launched one of the most popular investing podcasts, Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever. Joe, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you personally and expound upon the biz. Sure. So now what I do is I raise capital for real estate investments, specifically multifamily. But I think what's more relevant to Fire Nation is, you know, I was I was doing a full-time job. Like you mentioned, John, I was uh, the youngest VP of a New York City ad agency. And um, I was not quite fulfilled. You know, I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan, as I know you are, and yeah. probably a lot, a lot of Fire Nation um, is as well. And he, you know, he talks about the six human needs, and I won't get into all six, uh, but the last two lead to fulfillment, and that's growth and contribution. And I just wasn't feeling that with my with my advertising job. And um, so I was doing other things. I was uh, I was actually interviewing people for a book that I'm writing um, on how to have a remarkable career, and I was teaching classes on real estate investing and. Um, I was investing on the side, and I was even doing some stand-up comedy. And uh, no, uh, no promises on the funny part for this uh, this, <laughs> this interview. I'm going to put but, the improv uh, to the test, Joe. I'm not going to lie. Right. <laughs> well, I so I um you know I, I was in I was doing all that stuff, and it just I just wasn't digging it. And um as you mentioned, I I definitely had a major business flop right out of the gate, and we'll get into that in the failure part. Uh, but now what I do is I basically uh, work with investors and raise raise money, um, and we buy real estate investments together. Well, Joe, you alluded to it. We are definitely going to be talking about a failure. We're also going to be talking about an epiphany that you've had at some point in your journey, and you better believe we're going to be talking about what's firing you up right now. But before we get to all that jazz, share your quote and why you chose it. The number one thing for me is the secret to living is giving. Uh, Tony Robbins in his TED Talk. And if if uh, anyone hasn't had an opportunity to listen to that, highly recommend it. Uh, just Google TED Talk Tony Robbins, or I'm sure you'll have a link in the show notes page, John. Absolutely. Um, just pile the work on, Joe. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll give you 30 other links for, throughout this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
And, you know, he, he mentioned that. And what I've seen just, it's so obvious with my, with my business, um, and professional life and, and personal life. The more I give, the more that it's reciprocated and, um, in, in many different ways. So, you know, specifically what I've always, uh, how I've always approached things is I've, I've become a matchmaker. And I'm a huge fan of Judy Robinette's book, How to Be a Power Connector. And she talks about basically how to connect with anyone. And I have been doing that my whole life. And whenever I read that book, I was like, oh, yeah, so this makes sense from a business standpoint as well. Um, you know, so with, with, the, with the matchmaking part and, um, you know, with just constantly looking to add value in other people's lives, um, I know that it will eventually – come back tenfold um, as long as I just keep doing, uh, you know, keep, keep, keep adding value as much as I can. Mm, absolutely. And let's be honest, Joe, you have failed like a rock star in your life. And Fire Nation, let's be honest with ourselves. We've been failing since the day that we were born. I mean, everything that we've done for the first time, we failed at. Did any of us stand up and start walking the day that we were born? No, it took a lot of falling down, a lot of missteps, a lot of wobbling. But it's like at some point, we forget that it's okay to fall when you're trying to stand for the first time. We forget that it's okay to say the wrong word when you're trying to talk for the first time. You know, we forget that it's okay to fail. We forget that it's part of living in life, but not here in Entrepreneur on Fire, Joe. We make sure that we start off with a failure. So even people who are saying, wow, $7 million of real estate, one of the most popular investing podcasts, like this guy's a rock star. And yes, you are, but you've had your share of flops. So what's the story, Joe, that you're sharing with us today? Yeah, well, I can even give you a double flop in the same story. I mean, I'll, I'll even <laughs> I'll even one up you. Bonus um, points. That's right. I, uh, you know, when I was in advertising, I was working with the the top brands, um, and I was enjoying it up until, like I mentioned, it just wasn't fulfilling for me anymore. Um, and as I started putting my attention towards other stuff. As you know, as every entrepreneur knows, where you know where your focus goes, a lot of your energy goes, and other things tend to fall by the wayside. And in I was at a point in my career in advertising where I just I was actually annoyed whenever they were asking me to do work, and I was like, well, wait a second, <laughs> I'm on salary. Why am I annoyed because they're asking me to do work? I'm working on all this other stuff. Like something's got to change. Well. They made it change for me. I was actually let go, and it was a mind blowing moment for me because you know i had I had risen through the ranks very quickly uh, relatively speaking, and i was I, I I had not received anything like that in my career to date um, so when that happened, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to uh, work at another ad agency which i wasn't going i wasn't going to be enjoying or Am I going to start my own thing? And one of one of the uh, one of the areas of focus that I really love is helping young professionals and college students uh, do well in their career, uh, specifically within the marketing, advertising, PR industry, because that's the industry that I I was in. And uh, so my first business idea was to uh, consult young professionals and college students and help them climb the corporate ladder. 
Well, I hired a designer, I hired a programmer, developer, and paid them $3,000. And uh, then after a month, I didn't have a client. And I was like, wait a second, what's going on? And my very first business lesson that I learned, um, so first I got fired and then my second business just flopped, is that, and this is so obvious, but I learned it, um, so maybe it will be helpful to someone else, um, is that you need to have demand before you have supply. And that was, or, and, and, and put it in other ways, you have to have customers before you have the product. And if you have customers before you have a product, then that is the ultimate business model. That's it. If you can drive demand before you have supply. And I didn't realize through lack of testing that nobody, uh, college students didn't have enough money to pay for consultants and young professionals were in the same boat. Um, so then I quickly transitioned into what I'm doing now. So I love that quote, if you can drive demand before you drive supply, that's the ultimate product. I mean, absorb that Fire Nation. We've talked about this in different ways throughout, but how, the question is you have to ask yourself, can you really stir up that demand? How can you ensure that there are people that are willing to vote with their wallets? Because Joe, I'm sure you'll agree with this as well, that people really only vote with their wallets. I mean, they're going to tell you all day long, oh yeah, that's an amazing idea. Yeah, I would definitely be interested in that. But then when you actually create it, put a price tag on it and put your hand out and say, okay, pay me money, they kind of get a little squeamish and they say, oh, well, I didn't mean me. I didn't mean now, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And that's just a painful realization. So there's been a number of things that we've done in Entrepreneur Fire to pre-sell, to ensure that there is actually customers that are willing to pay. What, Joe, would you want Fire Nation to really walk away with in this arena so they can apply it to their product launch? Well, I think it's it's testing as inexpensively as you can. And what are some ways to actually do that? Yeah, specifically what you can do is, you know, if, if it's an online business and you could do a landing page and just uh, have a giveaway and, um, de- and that giveaway ties back to the product you're ultimately going to sell and then determine the demand based on um, how many people opt in to that product. And then uh, based on how many people opt in, you can extrapolate how many would actually purchase uh, perhaps by following up with them. Um, that, that's, that's the, a down and dirty way to do it. I mean, with, with the, uh, with the, the business that I'm currently in, what I did is, I mean, it was, it was pretty simple. I, I just identified a business model that other people have successfully done. And then, you know, I added my special sauce to it, which is the unique value proposition of who I am and what I bring to the table with any particular deal. And so I knew from previous success stories from other investors and other uh, real estate investors who have done this that it worked. Um, So then it was just a matter of identifying the right opportunity and then moving forward with it. So Joe, let's identify an opportunity here to shift gears and to talk about another moment in your life. And this moment is going to be an epiphany, an aha moment, a light bulb, however you want to term this. This is going to be a little... I want to say funner, but that's not really a word. So maybe it's going to be a more fun story to tell, a more enjoyable (laughs) story to relate to Fire Nation. So take us to that moment in time, Joe, when you had one of your many light bulbs. But what's that one story, that one epiphany moment? And what steps did you take to turn that idea into success? 
whenever I first moved up to New York City, I'm from Texas, and I moved straight up from after I graduated. I went to Texas Tech and moved to New York City because I wanted to compete with the best of the best in advertising. Um, that was that was my approach. I, so my first job out of school was on Madison Avenue, and. I was – if anyone knows the advertising industry, you'll know that you don't get paid anything and basically it's less than minimum wage whenever you factor in the amount of hours that you work. Yes. <laughs> and, and so I didn't have any money. Um, I don't have a rich uncle or, or you know, anyone who is supporting me, although I have a great family and friend network. Um, but I, I didn't have any savings and um, so I realized that I, – well, I didn't know anything about investing. Um, so after I saved up after a couple years, a thousand dollars, I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to do something with this and make more money than my savings account. Um, so then I, I, uh, walked to, walked into my bank and I read about something called a CD certificate of deposit. I'm sure everybody in fire nation knows about it. I didn't know about it at this time, <laughs> right out, right out of college. I mean, um, I just, I just wasn't educated as I should be in, fi- in finances. And, um, so I, I took the only $1,000 that I had, I gave it to the bank, and they held it hostage for 12 very long months, and then I got a return of about $18 after 12 months. And you gave yourself a high five. You're oh like, Woo, I'm going sizzla. <laughs> well, then they took taxes out of it. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's like, yeah, yeah that's some legit yeah. tax too. Yeah, and I remember at that moment, my friend, at that moment, the world is like a movie where I was on the corner, on a street corner in New York City, cabs are whizzing by, I'm just like doing a 360 in slow motion, like sweating, I was like, what is going on, there's gotta be a better way. I'm cueing the total recall music from Arnold Schwarzenegger, go ahead. Oh gosh, yes. (laughs) And I was like, all right. What what do I do? So I immediately picked up the book Investing for Dummies, read about the three different types of investments you can make, stocks, bonds, real estate, and startups or LLCs. And at that point, I, I was in – I had a full-time job, so I, I moved forward with the real estate thing, and, and that got me on the track. I didn't buy a place for another – Three four years because you know I only had a thousand dollars and nine I guess a thousand and nine dollars at the time um, to to invest but that was the moment that really set me on the path for real estate investing. Okay, so Fire Nation, moral of the story is you can't retire by investing a thousand dollars in a CD for twelve months. Point <laughs> taken, Joe. I need to call up my CFP right now, and uh, <laughs> we'll make some changes for sure. But Joe, what do you really want Fire Nation to take away from this? What do you want our listeners, these entrepreneurs that are just you know getting out there and they're starting to build that nest egg and they're starting to you know, ramp up and, and get that foundation, that runway all prepared for launch, what do you want us to walk away with? Well, I, I think first and foremost, it's it's knowing what you're getting into and being educated. Um, and I know that sounds cliche, um, so let me be very specific. When I started with my investing career, I identified people who are at the best of the best of, in, of the industry, and I know you, that's how you started to do with your podcast, and you got a really good mentor, uh, John. And that's just how I operate. That's how I do everything in life that I want to uh, that I want to achieve. In is I find who's the best of the best in the industry. I reach out to him or her, and then I learn from them. Um, so in that investing 
uh, case, you know, I've had three people who have helped me along the way um, to get me to the next level. And I would say, as we've, we've all heard, um, find a mentor. But in addition to that, find the person who's doing the best in the industry. I think sometimes as you know, we talk about just find a mentor, get someone who um, can teach you, but get the best teacher. Get the one who's doing the best. So for example, uh, whenever I started learning apartments, I reached out to the author of a very popular book. I had never met this gentleman before, but I read the book, I reached out, and then he was my mentor and he helped me um, learn how to do the business. So there's a lot of takeaways that I could share with Fire Nation right now, but the most important thing that I want to really parlay here is Fire Nation, get some gumption and reach out to those top players in the industry. Now, I'm not billing myself as the top podcaster in the industry, but I can tell you what. I no longer mentor a one-on-one Joe, but when people get enough courage to reach out to me, to ask me to mentor them, I do absolutely say no, but I give them two or three amazing recommendations of mentors who I know are amazing mentors, who love mentoring, who love coaching. It's their life's work, and they end up doing great things. And it all started because somebody had the courage to reach out and email me to mentor them. And you know what? Yes, they got a, a no, but a no's okay sometimes. So you know, even Joe, if that person had said no to you, you could have responded by, okay, I totally understand. Do you know somebody who, who would be willing to talk to me, to be mentored by me? You need to start taking action. You need to get momentum going. The only way to do that is to throw something out there into this world. What are your thoughts? Absolutely. And you know, one of the things I've always been uh, focused on is persistence. And um, I would say the best way uh, to reach out to somebody who is at the top of the game and, or in an industry is to add value in their life. And initially, it doesn't have to be money um, when you initially get introduced to them because sometimes there's a barrier to uh, just being introduced to them. Sure. Um, you know, one, of, one of the, the interesting stories I remember uh, on, uh, with a guest that I interviewed, Judy Robinette, she was talking about how she tried to get Mark Cuban – to uh, write a write something about her book, yeah. um, on her book cover, and she couldn't get a hold of him. Well, she was on the same panel as he was, but he wasn't able to do it. You know, lack of time, whatever. So she went to Mark Cuban's boss, Mark Burnett, um, the the producer of Shark Tank, and she found a way to add value in his life. He was something about a ski resort and she found people who knew the ski. I don't remember exact story, but she went straight to Mark Burnett and had him actually uh, on the front of her cover. You can read his quote about her book. So sometimes when you reach out to a major player in the industry and you get the no, sometimes that's a really good thing because then you can just go up one more level. Love it. And Judy Robinette, that is a woman who does not lack courage in Fire Nation, episode 734 of Entrepreneur on Fire. Judy Robinette appears as a guest on my show, how your network can become your net worth, not one to be missed. So Joe, I'm going to challenge you because as Mark Twain loves to say, I didn't have time to write you a short letter. So I wrote you a long letter, meaning we can all ramble on and be kind of pointless with our talk. But you know, it's those people who can be distinct to the point and really precise that really impress. 
So take 60 seconds and share your proudest entrepreneurial moment. Proudest moment is today. And the next proudest moment will be tomorrow. Uh, I'm proud of where I've come uh, from an entrepreneur standpoint because I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. I, it was too risky in my mind initially. And now, obviously, you know, it's, it's, it's risky not to do it in my mind because it's much better to rely on myself and bet on myself than uh, bet on receiving a paycheck. Um, but if you want me to be very specific, then I'll give you a milestone. I would say the milestone is raising more than a million dollars on my first deal. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I, I didn't have any family members invest in that deal. I didn't have, I don't have a rich uncle. Um, I was able to raise the money through people who know me. Um, and it was a really challenging thing. You know, I had people back out within, within about two weeks before we're supposed to close. And that mentality is something that I've, I've kept, uh, for, you know, for every, every entrepreneur thing I do. Wow. Well, let me tell you, I was about to cut you off because I was going to hold you to that 60 seconds. But Jill, you must have an internal clock because right at 59 seconds, you cut yourself off. And there's a point that I really want to make that you just said that's so important. It is incredibly risky, Fire Nation, not to be an entrepreneur these days. You know, the days of kicking back and cruise control and getting your pension after 40 years and a golden watch it's over. And you know, those people that have those mentalities these days are in a whole heck of a lot of trouble because they're going to have no skills when their job gets outsourced, when their, when their entire job and maybe even division gets downsized because technology takes over. They're not going to have any skills, but that's what you are doing, Fire Nation. That's what Joe and myself have done. We've built up skills so that we can survive in any world like a Swiss army knife. You know, we're not just one dimensional. So I love that point, Joe. And tell us, Fire Nation, what is the one thing that has you most fired up right now? The podcast that I'm doing, Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever, because I'm meeting people on a daily basis and I'm creating new friendships. And the number one thing, you know, we, we've all heard the Zig Ziglar quote, help enough people get what they want and you'll get everyone everything you want. Um, that is my philosophy, you know, just give more, develop more relationships. And that is the uh, foundation of how I've gotten to this point. Well, you know, I'm not going to uh, slap that one back at you because to me, podcasting is where it's at in 2015 and beyond. It's an amazing medium. I mean, I'm pouring my heart, my soul into it, Joe. It's great to see the success that you've had with podcasting and Fire Nation. You know that if you want your voice out there, it's only a matter of getting out, getting the resources you need and making it happen. And Joe, we are about to enter the lightning rounds, but before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. According to a recent consumer report survey, 67% of customers have hung up the phone out of frustration if they could not talk to a real person. Okay, I get it. You're building your business lean, so hiring a full-time receptionist to handle your calls just isn't in the cards. Guess what? It doesn't have to be. Rediscover the lost art of human interaction with Ruby Receptionist, the virtual receptionist who handles your calls with care. Ruby even screens, announces, and transfers your calls to wherever, whenever you want. 
want. They're everything you'd expect from a top-notch receptionist at a fraction of the cost. Exclusive offer, Fire Nation. Use promo code FIRE, and in addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off all pricing plans plus free activation, a $95 value. Visit callruby.com slash fire and enter promo code FIRE, or better yet, give them a call and experience their service for yourself. Call 855-775-RUBY. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Joe, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Caring about what I was doing before. I was passionate about uh, the advertising industry. And then once I decided or once I determined it wasn't fulfilling anymore, I have to move on because life's too short to do stuff you don't care about. What is the best advice you've ever received? Relations are built on promises, both made and kept. Share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. What I do when I, when I start anything is I deconstruct the successful business models of those companies in that industry, and then I build it back up, but make it my own by adding something that I can bring to the table. So for example, whenever I was looking at creating a, an online class, it's uh, called No Fail Business Model, I was uh, looking at the different reviews from the other classes um, out there, and I realized that any negative or most negative reviews about the other classes out there said that the information wasn't specific enough. So I made sure to make it a point, one, to say, and let's get very specific during the, during the class, but also to give very specific information. So anything I do, I always deconstruct and then model after successful business models. And do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? There's actually a lesson um, in in this one, and that's I've I've been obsessed with uh, a website, and it's cozy, and from a real estate standpoint, because of all the good stuff that they do, and I actually reached out to them and brought them on as a sponsor for my show because I was so obsessed. And I think there's the lesson there is the stuff that you're passionate about. If you reach out to those individuals and share that enthusiasm, it can be beneficial in a couple of ways. But I know that's a real estate thing. So for the entrepreneur 
years, um, a, a specific resource is an app that I love. It's called Quotiful, and it's basically Instagram for quotes. And it's just beautiful quotes and nice pictures. And I love going to that, looking at all the quotes uh, whenever, you know, throughout the day. Joe, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. Uh, that is a book on how to shift the mentality from getting to giving and how that shift of mentality not only benefits others first and foremost, but then also the, the reciprocal effect uh, benefits you tenfold. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so I've teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. And Joe, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of. But all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? The first thing I do is I, I guess I talk to a couple people and, and figure out how the heck that happened to me <laughs> to see how the, I could avoid that fate again. <laughs> um, but when, once I understand that and I... Stay away I, from the wormhole. Yeah. <laughs> once I identify where the wormhole is, um, then I'll, I'll move far away from that. <laughs> uh, but then, then from starting my business, I mean, the number one thing is I need to start adding value. Right. I need to start adding people to p- value to people's lives. So um, I would do that online and offline. Uh, I would do online um, through the podcast. I'd start it up. Uh, it would, I guess I'd call it the best real estate investing advice ever, part two. <laughs> and everybody would be uh, like, well, what do you mean? Yeah. There's no part one. You're it, like, don't would, worry about it. Would, yeah, I, it would be like a sci-fi real estate genre, brand new. <laughs> <laughs> I'd make a brand new genre. Um, and so the money, some of the money would go towards equipment, uh, an intern. Um, uh, but then also from an offline standpoint, I'd create a meetup group. Uh, I would start building a, a network of, of friendships offline through the meetup group. And then I'd also, within those seven days, I'd identify a nonprofit in this new world that I'm really passionate about. And I start volunteering with the ultimate Ooh. goal of getting on the board of the nonprofit yeah. so I can continue to have um, you know, the, the, the fulfillment of working in an area that I am passionate about and then also um, creating friendships from a business standpoint that could be beneficial. Wow. Well, Joe, let's end today on fire with you sharing one party piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Parting piece of advice would be to find others who are successfully doing what you want to do, reach out to them, model their success, and take action. That's, that's really all it boils down to um, while giving value um, to everyone along the way. Um, and I've actually got something special for Fire Nation. What? Um, yes. <laughs> Booyah. What, what I like to do is um, – you know, from my experience as, uh, you know, in, in advertising and I've seen all sorts of different business models and everything, what I'd like to do is I'd like to have a drawing for one member of Fire Nation to come to New York City. I'll pay for the flight, um, pay for room, board, whatever. Um, is this and- like a couch in your apartment or is this like really a room and board? I'll get him a room. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll get him like an actual. Apartment. I'm teasing. I love it, Joe. Keep going. 
Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll call it like NYC Mastermind. And basically, the goal of of why I wanted to have this conversation with you is to help Fire Nation pick yeah. up something something from my journey that can help them with their business. And uh, you know, we can do that through this audio show. But then also, um, I like to help one person. Whatever their business challenges with their with their with their company, um, what we'll do is we'll jump on a call, and I don't make any money on this, by the way. This isn't my thing, um, so we'll jump on a call, and I'll, we'll just identify what their challenge is, and I'll introduce them to somebody I know, um, and they can come to New York, meet with that person, because I'm not really the one that's going to add the tremendous value. The person I introduce you to will. And it will just be, you know, a, a brainstorm session, a mastermind for a day in New York City, and uh, you know, we'll we'll make it happen. So if you go to my website, joefairless.com, I don't have any special page set up because that's just not my my background. Um, but what you can do is you, uh, if you just put in your email address at my website, joefairless.com, then a month from today, I'll do the drawing, and we'll get a member from Fire Nation to come to New York City and. Um, get a solution for the challenge that they're coming across right now. Okay, well, today, Fire Nation, is January 9th, the day that this interview went live. So you have until February 9th to take action at joefairless.com. And just to clarify, Joe, I mean, let's talk about this. This is amazing. You're talking about a round-trip flight. You're talking about housing accommodations in New York City, which is pretty cray-cray, Fire Nation. I used to live in Tribeca. I know all about this. And a day masterminding with potentially somebody who could really benefit um, their this, this winner's business. Now, Entrepreneur Fire is listened to in over 145 countries. Are we keeping this to U.S. Res- residents only, to North America? Are there any stipulations? Nope. Let's just make it happen. And uh, the only the only thing I'll say is that um, the timing of it will be based on you know whenever I'm going to be in New York City as well. So um, you know we'll we'll work on the timing. But let's just let's we'll have a winner um, from wherever they live, and let's just let's just get some results. Okay. I just I just visually saw my VA in Dubai get really excited. He'll definitely be applying. <laughs> so <laughs> so Fire Nation. I mean, come on. Let's give this up virtually right now. If you're somewhere where you can clap your hands together, give a virtual slow clap for Joe. This is an unbelievable offer. This is being so generous. This is exactly what being a caring, giving, genuine entrepreneur is all about. He's going to be digging into his own pocket to help one lucky Fire Nation listener fly to New York City, have an amazing time, an amazing stay, potentially an amazing mastermind as well. And it's all on his own dime. I mean, guys, come on. This is amazing stuff. So, Joe, thank you so much for your incredibly kind words. You are proving that Fire Nation is the average of the five people they spend the most time with. And since they've been hanging out with us today, they better keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Joe in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with a link to his website or just go there directly. Joe Fairless, F-A-I-R-L-E-S-S, joefairless.com. And just enter this contest. I mean, hello, it's amazing. And Joe, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks a lot, John. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show 
and so much more. Want more awesomeness? Check out our webinar workshop today at freewebinarworkshop.com and you'll be webinaring like a pro. See you there.